Hello, friends, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and joining me for the discourse on this episode is Aaron. This is me! Jason. I'm here, too. And Melissa. <laughs> Not here, I'm a ghost. Oh, no! Ah! Oh. <laughs> I'm being haunted. We've run out of Melissa's so 24 sp- hours. Spooky! I thought I was scared, but I didn't need that. was before I knew there was a ghost. <laughs> I'm a friendly ghost most of the time. Uh-oh. <gasps> Stay on this ghost good side. Boy, I hope nothing unlocks all the bitterness, hurt, and anger <laughs> that has ruled you long ago. <laughs> that would be a tragedy. When? This is episode 77 of Destructo Discourse. Every week on this show, we cover three episodes of the hit anime Dragon Ball Z. Uh, but first, we usually talk about something related to the episodes, or not. This or week, just ramble. Yeah, we, we just we just talk. We, we warm up the pipes. Mm-hmm. The holler mm-hmm. pipes. We've got to get warmed up. Uh, this week, I wanted to ask you guys, what are some of your other favorite rivalries in fiction? I love the the thrivalry mm-hmm. or quadruple rivalry, depending on how you count people uh, <laughs> in Yu-Gi-Oh! Of, of, of Yugi and Kaiba and Joey. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> or Yugi and Yami, Yugi and Kaiba and Joey. Because who's, who's his rival depends on who you ask. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Bakura is just stepping in there. Ah, oh, screw Bakura. I don't care about him. <laughs> This is a dual monsters thruple, not a quadruple. <laughs> He's. He, I'll save my Yu Gi Oh thoughts for later. If I start down that track, I will not turn back. <laughs> I'll go too far. You'll unleash the, the Yu Gi Oh feelings I've suppressed. <laughs> you, you'll activate your uh, your item, the Millennium Hot Take. <laughs> yeah. Um. I really liked um i really liked the rivalry turned friendlery mm-hmm. of uh ang and zuko from avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. that's a good one because it's very it's it's also very goku vegeta in which like the ang is is only about half aware of the tension as as zuko is because he is obsessed and Zuko is literally chasing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some there's some good ones in Sailor Moon because that's what I have to bring up. <laughs> Hell um, yeah, I'm ready. Know? Um, well, like a lot of times they'll do have like villains and and good characters who are are like directly opposed to each other. So like you have the two characters that have ice and mm-hmm. are like really smart, and then you have the two characters that are really passionate and have fire um and then a lot of times the last two kind of just kind of get thrown together because you know (laughs) episode count yep but um (laughs) but they also do a lot of like what elements do we have ice fire the rest all of them love (laughs) 
Love. <laughs> Love. Lightning? Lightning, but sometimes coconuts also. Okay. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. Can you clear up exactly what Sailor Venus's element exactly is exactly? Love and beauty. Be... Okay. It appears to be heart beams. Well, that too. Okay. I mean, that's a that's that's an element in Captain Planet. Yeah. You're right. So, it checks right. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of the and rings. The same... Checks out. Oh, I forgot. Transformers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More than... How could you, Aaron? <laughs> I <laughs> well, I was saving my Transformers feelings for when they were related to my Vegeta feelings, mm. but there's a <laughs> Some crossed um, streams. The, mm-hmm. So the series of More Than Meets the Eye and then um, its follow-up Lost Light because IDW wanted to use the title More Than Meets the Eye for something more marketable than, like, a soap opera about robots. Um, <laughs> there's so many good rivalries. Um, the big one for me is, like, the three captain dad's of the lost light of, of, of Megatron and Ultra Magnus and Rodimus, but there's like Rung and Freud, there's Getaway and Rodimus, there's Cyclonus and Getaway, there's it's just, huh, it's all good. My favorite type of rivalry is sort of like the Dexter and Mandark dynamic. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it, it's not really clear who has the upper hand, but they just both keep doing goofs on each other. Yeah. I, I really like, in a um, cartoon and comic book context, not so much movies, mm-hmm. um, the Cyclops and Wolverine <laughs> dynamic. Primarily, it's important that you, uh, you <laughs> make that distinction. I yeah. agree. Um, primarily <laughs> because Gene gets just kind of stuck in the middle putting up with both of these dipshits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, and there's that one time that Wolverine punched Cyclops in the stomach in the cartoon. That was the best. <laughs> I also appreciate a good cat and mouse, like a like a Sherlock mm. and Moriarty, or a Lupin Ooh. and Zenigata. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basil and Radigan. Mm-hmm. I especially yeah. like it when a third worse person comes around and they have to start working together. Uh, one. The existential threat. Mm-hmm. Buzz and Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> Those are good. Did Ed, did the Elric brothers have any rivals? Really? They had obstacles, but I don't know if they really rivaled anyone. It wasn't ever would, friendly. Would Roy maybe? Maybe. Sort of? I kind of. Kind of, sort of. I can, I can see it is what I'll say. Uh, would you guys like to discuss hit anime Dragon Ball Z? Yo, I'd love to. Yeah. A show I'll full just of rivalries. leave these 20 pages of notes I have. We don't have to talk about it. It's fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> this week, we're covering episodes 229, 230, and 231 of the hit anime Dragon Ball Z. Episode 229, the English title is Vegeta's Pride. The Japanese title roughly translates to The Super Confrontation of Destiny, The Clash of Goku versus Vegeta. A super confrontation. Of mm-hmm. destiny. Scott, that's even more confronting than a regular confrontation. <laughs> and those are already pretty confronting. I had forgotten, um, and the recap was kind enough to remind me about um, after Vegeta did a big old murder 
yep. in the stadium, mm-hmm. and Goku mm-hmm. just quietly says, "Shame on you!" Shame on you! <laughs> For doing shame! A, doing a big old murder. It's like when your dog goes in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so good. <laughs> the panic at the World Tournament continues from last week. Yeah. Right at yeah. the jump here. Mm-hmm. And the announcer calls on Hercule to save the day, because he's the world champion after all. Makes mm-hmm. sense. He is. Uh, he begins to threaten Vegeta, and Vegeta just laughs without making eye contact with him, which is very <laughs> oh, <this> uncomfortable. Is... <laughs> yeah, this is so good. <laughs> he just starts is... cackling. What is Mr. Satan's thought process here? He knows. He knows what he these knows people he's can fucked. do. Yeah. <laughs> but he... he... He, he like, wants to be more. He wants to be more than what he seems. It's that, or he... Like, he has two options. He can do something, or he can do nothing. He can't do nothing, because, as he says, he can't let his fans down. He has a responsibility. He has tickets to sell. <laughs> He's the hope of the world. Hang on. Uh, Haven't they already paid for their tickets, the people in the stands? They've... He's well, got their money. Jason, he, you're looking at the small more? picture. He's trying to sell future tickets. Yeah. They can't buy tickets if they're dead. I'm pretty... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Vegeta just ate into those profits with one blast, <laughs> bud. Yeah. Vegeta asks Goku if he's ready to commence, but Goku keeps telling him that now is not the time for this. Uh, Satan says something very important mm-hmm. to Vegeta. He says, you seem to have unresolved issues. <laughs> when even Mr. Satan can tell. <laughs> I think the screen cap of it. You know that you are you are over the deep end. Satan suggests they fight for an exhausting amount of time. And then he'll take on who's left. It's like he knows the future. It's like he's aware of the anime he's in. <laughs> uh, Vegeta forces Goku's hand, though, by taking more lives. Oh, gosh, this was incredible. Because it, it, Goku starts to figure out what happened, and in the, I, I checked over to the Japanese a little bit, but yeah, not they much. they reveal something a little earlier in the sub. Yeah, than in, the dub. in Japanese, yeah, he explicitly figures it out. Um, Goku tells him how sad. I didn't think you were weak enough to be controlled. He asks Vegeta to answer him. Did you let yourself be a slave? And yeah, Vegeta just smirks aims a gun at the crowd again, and almost explodes Bulma. Almost kills his mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Just nonchalantly. Is this the most murder in Dragon Ball? The most explicit problem. Well, well, nope, 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 it ain't. <laughs> I thought of a thing later. Oh. Uh, we haven't even gotten to it yet. Oh, boy. Uh, but maybe to this point, unless you count all the people that Cell drank one by one. How many of these people do you think got drunk by Cell? It's so it's gotta there's gotta be crossover at some point, right? Between yeah. the catastrophes that happen on this planet. I don't know how many times the dragon can keep wishing these people back. Right. It's just kind of a blanket please, please bring back everyone killed by X. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they weren't killed by previous X. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope they weren't in East City. <laughs> Uh, So Goku powers up to Super Saiyan at this point, ready to fight. And uh, Gohan and Supreme Kai both try to intervene with this. Mm -hmm. But Vegeta has a speech prepared. He is not here to play. (laughs) Is before this speech, is that when Supreme Kai 
says, who are you people? Who are you people? (laughs) Who the... Who are you absolute barbarians? Don't you see the universe matters more than your meaningless squabble? Oof. Vegeta doesn't like the word meaningless. He does not. He's got a he's got a speech ready when he hears meaningless. (laughs) It's a prepared action. (laughs) He has some feelings. Also, note he's been auraless this whole time. Like he's got his his white hair, but he's not glowing. Now he's glowing. Yes. Mm -hmm. This gives him the the what he needs to power up. Who are you people? Don't you see the universe matters more than your meaningless squabble? Meaningless, huh? Uh, what do you know of meaningless? Ah! Ah! Spend most of your life ruled by another. Watch your race dwindle to a handful. And then, tell me what has more meaning than your own strength. I have in me the blood of a Saiyan prince. He is nothing but a joke. Yet I've had to watch him surpass me in strength. My destiny thrown to the wayside. He's he's even saved my life as if I were a helpless child. He has stolen my honor. And his debts must be paid. The two times in this so far where Vegeta's composure gets broken... Um, that were interesting to me were I mean, not that there were two times that were interesting to me, that there were only two times, and that is what is of interest to me. They are when Gohan tries to intervene um, and but Vegeta kind of key swipes Gohan aside mm-hmm. he loses mm-hmm. his composure a little bit and crouches, tells Gohan to stand aside, but he doesn't actually hurt Gohan um, just a swipe. And then, yeah, just a not even a physical swat. It's just wind. <laughs> just he he pushes him away with a little dust cloud. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was in here when he starts talking about Goku saving his life. I don't have specific thoughts on that. It's just like these are the things that are like causing disrupting Vegeta's narrative that he's telling to himself. Yeah. <laughs> about his own strength Absolutely. and his own not caring about other people. Uh, I do want to make special note of the creepy head tilt that he does. <laughs> It's that shot is so good. <laughs> that dark prince. So <laughs> ah, and then that... when he they just play it backwards really fast when he snaps back. That's <laughs> good. Grits his teeth. Is this where the purse goes flying across the screen? That was earlier. Okay. Um, just before, just after Goku, Goku asks if Vegeta lets himself be a slave, and. Vegeta responds by killing more people. And he says, is it slavery when you get what you want? <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the things, one of many things that I like cross-checked and looked at during these episodes, um, I went back to Vegeta's death speech mm-hmm. on Namek. Um, because something about like all of this talk about control and slavery made me think of, of, of that. Um, and how he talked about Frieza controlling the Saiyans and and Vegeta specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, He never explicitly uses the word slavery, but control is a theme. The thing that stood out to me in rewatching that scene, though, uh, that I I would like us to keep in mind for the next couple episodes 
mm-hmm. uh, was Goku's response. He said, Goodbye, Vegeta. You're not as cold-hearted as you believed yourself to be. A heart of stone can't shed tears like you did. You must have been holding them back your whole life. Mm. So just, uh, put, mm. put that in your back pocket. <laughs> for, for later. Uh, Goku asks Babidi to transport them somewhere away from people, and then he will agree to fight Vegeta. This is a and... very abrupt uh, teleportation. Yes, it, yeah. it is. It is a. It is a one-frame input. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. We didn't want to draw it. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, Bob, Bobity, if you transport us somewhere easier to illustrate, then I will fight Vegeta. <laughs> I swear it. Uh, before they transport, though, Supreme Kai physically places himself between Goku and Vegeta because he oh, cannot that's, allow that's, them to fight. That's mm-hmm. not going to be a problem. Goku will just clobber God. <laughs> what else is new? Of course he would. He yeah, does now indeed who's prepare to. A gun at God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku raises a hand to blast Supreme Kai in the face, surprising even the brainwashed Vegeta. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a standoff for a bit. Until Supreme Kai finally relents because he knows that he can't do nothing. And he just hangs I mean, his head in disappointment. I mean. Goku wouldn't have. Are we sure? Right? I'm really not sure. <laughs> are we I kinda had are me we sure? there. So, I would like... This might be as good a time as any to go, go to Transformers. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in terms of, of Vegeta trying to antagonize Goku and, and, like, Goku having to do this and Goku dealing with people dying and and kind of what Goku says to Gohan later on um what what Vegeta made me think of here was uh, a quote that Megatron said uh in response to or about explaining um spoiler alert for more than meets the eye uh (laughs) jump ahead 15 seconds and I'll say the spoiler and then I'll say the the quotes um Megatron becomes an Autobot. Okay. <gasps> Spoiler over. <laughs> I once told Optimus I killed for the sake of killing. I wanted to make him hurt me, you see, because when he hurts others, he hurts himself. And the thing is, when the words were in my head, I didn't think I meant them. But when they left their mouth, I realized that I did. If the world thinks you're a monster, what does it matter? The world is wrong. But when you start to think of yourself as a monster... I came to hate the person I'd become, and I decided the best way to leave that person behind, perhaps the easiest way, was to bleep 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 spoiler! (laughs) Um, And I feel like Vegeta... I wrote this before I found out the thing that we find out a couple episodes later, so I was happy I called it. I feel like Vegeta's in a similar place, um, where he's, he's struggling with who he was and who he is, except it's been a more gradual shift. And now with Bobbity confronting him with all his demons, he's just like, fuck it. I am that monster. There is nothing good about me. I am all bad. What is the most evil thing I can do? I will do that thing. Fuck off. (laughs) Um, And besides, as the Saiyan Prince, he has to do it the hard way. Um, He really does. And so the hard way is to gradually become good and then say, no, fuck it. I'm evil. I'm evil all the way through. There is no good in me. Goku, fight me. <laughs> fight me and prove me wrong. 
Like Goku, why won't you fight fast. me? When the come fight this! <laughs> Please fight Someone me! Someone come fight this! Please fight me! <laughs> Pay attention to me, Goku! <laughs> Babidi grants Goku his request, and he transports them all to the wastelands. Uh, Supreme Kai and Gohan are going to continue their mission against Babidi and Deborah, while these two idiots work out their f- stuff. <laughs> I love Shin so much. He's able to take his failures and then go on to the next thing. It's no use resisting what can't be helped. We'll just have to do a new strategy. (laughs) Flexibility is important in a leader. It's true. Mm -hmm. At least he has that. Uh, Babidi tries to command Vegeta to kill Supreme Kai, but Vegeta outright refuses and rebuffs the mind control through sheer force of will, the most potent currency of anime. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I, lo- I loved this. That's incredible. <laughs> so what you're telling me is is that one of Bobbity's minions breaks free of complete enthrallment mm-hmm. in some, in, on some level? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that won't happen again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's never happened before. Mm-mm. And Vegeta's never. so strong, it can't happen again. It has to just be Vegeta. <laughs> and how strong and, and his will is, because he he's the prince in Saiyan yeah. Pride possibly happen in this storyline where we're trying to prevent the awakening of quote-unquote, the strongest thing. <laughs> there is one thing that a Saiyan always keeps, and that's mm-hmm. his pride. Uh, or is that his, his pride? His gloves. His, his pride. Or, his... or his... Oh, I thought or... it was his gloves. I thought oh. it was his pride! Where do you think he keeps the pride, Aaron? <laughs> in his heart? <laughs> nope, it's in nope. the gloves. Oh! <laughs> There's a little pride pocket. That's why when Gohan's uh, glove came off last episode, he was like, your pride! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it fell out! No wonder you're weak. Uh, Deborah convinces Bobbity to let them in, because he can take care of the Kai and the kid pretty easily, and they'll just awaken Boo all the faster from getting more damage. So they're just gonna roll with this, because it seems like it's gonna work out for them. It's a little weird that they can't control the guy who's under control, but... (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. He's mostly gonna do what they want anyway. Right. It's around this time that the good guys finally have the idea of, let's just fucking go in there, because even if we accidentally awaken him, it's better to awaken him now than Mm -hmm. when he's done cooking. (laughs) Yeah. We are quickly losing the upper hand here. Yeah. But then the bad guys are like, let's let them in so that they don't accidentally let Boo out before he finishes cooking. Right. It's like everybody's everybody's cutting each other off. It feels like that, that thing where you like hold the baseball bat and then you <laughs> like put your hand on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Or like that bit in, I think in Friends where it's like, okay, we know you know, we know they know, but do they know we know? Right. But we know they know we know. But do they? But do they know we know they know we know? Mm-hmm. We're activating each other's trap cards left and right. Uh, Goku gives Gohan a quick pep talk about getting angry and using it for good. Mm-hmm. Using it for punch power. Does he hands him the last Zenzu beans? Right. This. Uh, oh one my god. This bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. Why? You don't use a healing potion. When you don't really need it. <laughs> no, he speak he for wants yourself, a, Melissa. He, I always keep myself topped off. Yeah, but, his his team needs a full restore. 
Well, also, they didn't eat it, did they? Yeah, he immediately- Gohan immediately eats it. Yeah, oh, does. I missed that. Yeah. Also, consider- I'm gonna- I'm gonna- I'm gonna stand here. Con- <laughs> consider also it's not just, uh, for physical damage, but it's also for energy that may have been expended during mm. the fight. Okay. Mm. Maybe- I, maybe I, he got it's winded HP fighting HP and Deborah. MP. Yeah. For me, when I am playing video games- Mm-hmm. I hoard the healing items <laughs> until right before I need it. Which so for that, me is usually the final boss. So <laughs> that if you sustain any more damage, like, what if on the way down, Gohan trips on a rock? That's <laughs> 2 HP right there. Well, they, he has to go back up and ask his dad for another bean. Yeah. <laughs> he has to, this is the equivalent of just like fighting a single enemy, running back to the save point that heals you, God, the save points that heal you are probably like the the best worst blessing that you could ever find in an RPG because it 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 really hyphenates my hyphenates uh, emphasizes my type anus where I will I will I will rush out as if as if uh, scouring the desert and then and then two fights later will return to my delicious <laughs> HP you guys oasis. Are so good at video games. <laughs> I just keep dying and fall my way through like Winnie the Pooh falling through a tree breaking every branch. And that's why you hold on to your health potions until you need them. Well, I do hold on to them. I just never use them. <laughs> I just die and and kind of fail my way forward. Or I do the thing where we've got all the crazy good health potions, but the, but instead I'm going to be solving everyone's healing problems with, like, the base starter potions I... that you get at the beginning of the game, even mm-hmm. though right now we're on to, like, high potions and max potions. See, that's what I do. Up. Do yeah. you feel very called out? Because that is, like, what I literally just <laughs> that... did today in Breath of the Wild. I had all my good cooked food. I'm just going to eat 20 baked apples instead. Sometimes that that's what the... you got to do. That is the RPG equivalent of going, we have food at home. <laughs> I I roll through every single Final Fantasy with 99 potions. <laughs> I don't even touch the high potions. I go to stores and I buy 99 potions. And then I use them constantly. And I get to a new store and I buy 99 more of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, Gohan and, and Supreme Kai make their descent as Goku and Vegeta square off. Uh, any other notes for this particular episode? Um, I have a couple two, more. I have two things. Okay. Real quick before yeah. Aaron. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jump no, no, no. right in. No, no, no. Well, okay, because one of my notes is, I hope Aaron is okay. <laughs> oh, I am okay. Aaron, Thank Aaron, you. how are we doing? I'm, what, like right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, There was a I'm lot okay. of Vegeta stuff, and I was mm-hmm. just worried about you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm good. You missed you missed me telling them how many times I cried this weekend. Oh. Four of eight was Dragon Ball Z related, but like two of those were only tangentially Dragon Ball Z related. One of them was reading tr- about Transformers, and one of them was like something that happened with the news, and somebody was wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt, and I felt uh, great empathy. Yes. Um, I also saw that. Yeah. Oh. Whew, gotta take a breath there. Um, but I'm... Thank you. I'm doing okay. Ha- feeling all of the emotions is me at my best. Mm-hmm. So when I'm when I'm not feeling all the emotions is is when I'm not doing good. My other note was how do you defeat someone who's already dead? 
<laughs> this was my question. <laughs> What's the worst case stronger. scenario here? I don't remember if this is the episode or if it's the next one, but in one of them, uh, Japanese subtitle Vegeta says, I'm gonna kill you, Kakarot, and I have news for him. <laughs> Check the halo. It, yeah, it's done. It, it's done. Been done. He, he does yell "die," uh, I think, in the third of this week's episode. But I thought that was just his his uh, Bakugo showing. Yeah, run back to heaven with your tail between your legs. Lord I have a explosion question. Explosion murder. Mm-hmm. Would this day be a lot easier if Goku just didn't show up? If he didn't get. If there was no like you get us you get a single day on earth you know thing mm-hmm. happening this day would probably go by a lot easier right uh, I can <sighs> tell how how much future knowledge of Dragon Ball Super would you like to know none, uh, none. Oh, you sorry right. done I can dusty. mute myself I can I can go deaf <laughs> and turn my ears off no leave me in the dark as well okay. Because there's a there is a definitive answer. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll say that. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I will mm. also say that th- this is going to be a through line for this chunk of episodes. Uh, Vegeta is really into clowns. Yes. And it's because, his new insult because yeah. he calls Goku a clown at every waking moment. Yeah. Like, that's his go-to. It's, I it's think key bound. The first time, one of the first times he does it, Goku's like, "What's well, new?" <laughs> yes, your, yeah, that's when he. That's when, of a father. Yeah, he swipes away Gohan, and he's regaining his composure. It's like, ah, this has nothing to do with you. Do you think like he just was is like said it and then noticed that it he he got a reaction from Goku? It's like, <laughs> and now he's digging. It's like and... a little kid who accidentally said a cuss word. And then yeah. all the adults gasp, and now they say it constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Vegeta thinks that that's a cuss word? Clown is a cuss. <laughs> I mean... On, on this planet? I was gonna say no, but... Did he... Yes. Did he trunk see the C2019 Dumbo, like, right before this tournament? <laughs> His trunks wanted to watch a, the funny elephant movie. I haven't watched it. And just circuses are just on his mind. A, uh, a, f- a few episodes ago, I- I'm gonna chicken or egg this question. Oh. Right. A few episodes ago, Trunks called Hercule a clown. That's right. Who who clowned who first? <laughs> Trunks. Who is emulating whom? Who clowns the clownsman? <laughs> no. Nope. D- did Trunks? <laughs> did Trunks hear his dad calling everybody clowns, or did? Vegeta hear the kids saying clowns and thought it was a hip new insult. Trunks heard Bulma call somebody a clown. <laughs> Vegeta heard they, Trunks. They both call somebody heard Bulma. A... They both they both learned it from Bulma. <laughs> I believe that. Vegeta would never admit that he got it from anybody. No. no. Well no. This is a Prince Vegeta a ridge. <laughs> Straight off the dome. Uh, Aaron, what were your thoughts? Um, okay. Okay, let me let me find my thoughts in my just piles and piles of notes. Um, we've covered uh, most stuff. Oh, um, what Goku said to Gohan was like his usual pep talk, but it, it mm-hmm. felt um, relevant 
sort of thematically to everything going on and to Vegeta also especially. Mm -hmm. Um, Being that one of these, the things happening is about like lineages and what people mean to people. Um, You know, Bobbity's avenging his father and Shin is trying to deal with, uh, you know, all this thing that killed so many Kais. Um, and trying to stop that from happening again. Goku's back from the dead. Goten's met his dad for the first time. Trunks is jealous of Goten and his cool dad. Vegeta is having Vegeta feelings. Um, so Goku's saying, telling Gohan to remember about all the people you're fighting for and how much you care about them and let that be your weapon. It just, it felt significant. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially since Gohan and Vegeta both like I, I I I hesitate because I know there's that the language chosen probably isn't as like carefully chosen as sure. I would make it out to be. But Gohan talks about missing hearing Goku's voice, and then when mm-hmm. Goku says "I'm ready," Vegeta's like, "That's good to hear." Just notice that language mm-hmm. mirroring each other. The other note that just was from the very beginning that was unsettling. I don't know if it's unsettling to anyone else, um, but about Vegeta's look now, uh, how pale he is. Quite pallid. Yeah, I don't know if, if he's usually drawn this way or if it's just my imagination, but he's usually, his skin tone's a little bit darker than, like, other cast members. Um, right. So him being so pale combined with the veininess and sweat drops, it just, it reminds me of that, like, cold sweat opposite of tunnel vision feeling when you're about to barf or pass out. And like, oh, Vegeta's <laughs> having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Well, it it also mirrors uh, what happened to Spopovich and Yamu. Yeah, yeah. desaturated. Uh, I have a question. Yeah, about What's a specific question? a specific line of dialogue in this episode mm-hmm. that I have I have not decided on how I would like to interpret it. Uh, it's, it's before Supreme Kai asks, "Who are you people?" <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Goku Goku is asking Vegeta like because of that stamp on your head. I know you're getting orders from Bobbity. So is this one of them, or is this the same old story between us? And Gohan asks, does it really matter? And Vegeta says, not to you, Gohan, but to a warrior, it matters greatly. Mm-hmm. I'm sick burn. Yeah, is that shade, or is that an acknowledgement? Shade. No, what would it be an acknowledgement of, of? Because there is no venom in the delivery. Uh, I, think, I think it can be both. Yeah, um, I'm starting to feel that too. He's definitely been upset with Gohan all day. <laughs> because what Vegeta is struggling with is the idea that you can be something besides a warrior. Um, and he's been projecting that onto Gohan. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it can be both. And I, I did write down that line and I really liked it. Because mm-hmm. um, he wants Goku to fight him. For reasons that make up the most of my notes on the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can move right along then. I have a joke first. Okay. What's the best episode of Dragon Ball Z to watch right after you went to the dentist? (laughs) Episode 230. (laughs) 230. Ah! I need to go to the dentist now. Well, (laughs) I just went to the dentist this week. Because I'm a good warrior and I battle my plaque daily. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 230, the English title is The Long-Awaited Fight. 
the Japanese title roughly translates to Just you wait, Bobbity. Your aspirations will not be allowed. The award ceremony at the World Tournament is cancelled, considering all of the recent deaths. <laughs> you know? With each episode that happens, the the violence gets further and further from the minds of the people there. Right, to it's an kind of bizarre. point next episode <laughs> that made me laugh very hard. Chi-Chi and Bulma are concerned that their kids are buried under the rubble of the stands. I mean, that's fair. fair. Yeah, they haven't seen them for a bit, and the last time they saw them, they were stealing food. Mm. <laughs> the uh, announcer guy, when he's talking to Mr. Satan about, oh, maybe we should let the second oh. place person oh. know, mm-hmm. and they show 18 and Marin. And Marin's pose is just <laughs> fucking amazing. It's very Krillin. The yeah, pose. it is. It is very Krillin. It is surprisingly chill for what has just happened. Yeah, she's she's a tough little kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, kids take cues, emotional cues, from the way their parents react to things, and eighteen yeah. doesn't. Eighteen doesn't. Have, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, oh. Must uh, must be fine. I, gu- I, guess. I guess it's all it's all good. Yeah, it's all right. Mom's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, that just that just stood out to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fighting begins between Goku and Vegeta, and this is spread across several episodes, as we will find out. But this is one of the better fights of Dragon Ball Z, I think, just in terms of animation. This line in my notes says, "This is that good Dragon Ball shit." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's my... pretty up close and personal at first. Yeah. Knees and fists. There's and a lot hands of bouncing off of each other. A lot of knee action. A lot of, a lot of knee action. Knees on knees on knees. Knees for days. Their favorite car must be a Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> a Nissan what? Nissan knees. Oh, the God correct answer it. was Nissan Goku. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it! <laughs> Son Goku. I was trying, like, I feel like I would remember if that was a model of car <laughs> that came out. I feel, I mean, I only just got into Dragon Ball Z, but I feel like there would have been some hubbub about that. Probably. During the fight, they are both clearly starting to enjoy themselves. Because how yeah. could they not? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's. It's got to feel good, right? They know each other so well at this point. It's like okay, doing I can't a dance. wait anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, uh, it's just, you guys are saying all the things that are like, yeah, precisely. Um, my note was that first that like, oh my God, this fight is so horny. Um, <laughs> their energy auras are even combined. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've talked with other Dragon Ball Z villains, especially with Frieza. Um, that fight is the closest thing to intimacy. Um, and I mean that like in an emotional sense, not just, yeah, you know, the, the, um, but it's the closest thing to intimacy that they've known and experienced. Um, and for Vegeta, you know, I think of the, the turning point of Vegeta's life was, you know, getting the shit beat out of him by Goku. Um, and that was maybe... Goku, and he even explicitly says this later on in the next episode, Goku was the first to not be afraid of him. And there's something powerful about being able to be fully um, 
and physically embodied with someone with all the force of your own being and not have to hold back. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a safety of knowing that you can, that Vegeta can go all out against Goku and it won't kill him as much as Vegeta's verbally dismissive and frustrated with that. Um, but also knowing that Goku won't kill Vegeta as much as he expresses his frustration with that. Goku is like a, like he's a rock wall Vegeta can throw himself against and know what solid ground is. That's my thought. <laughs> uh, in Babidi's ship, Boo's meter is getting closer and closer to being full. They're feeding them all those juicy killies. Gohan and Supreme Kai reach a new floor, and this is the fuck it floor for both Toriyama and Babidi. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they are just greeted by the remainder. You know what they're greeted by, Tyler? Uh huh. They're greeted by Organization Thirteen. Oh no! <laughs> Are there thirteen of them? I didn't count, but I will assume so because that's funnier that way. Well, they—I mean—they have numbers on their chests. They do. They do have Roman numerals, and they're all the same, like Goomba, Frieza Force, yeah, mm -hmm. model. Bone they're the mustache. same guys that got that got ate by Yakon at the very beginning. And yeah. uh, Gohan just flexes them all to death. Yeah, he just does a real quick casual murder. <laughs> I love that awesome. Shin just closes his eyes and, like, cr crouches, like, ah, oh, this do, is gonna hurt a little. Do your thing. Make the and donuts. Then they, they hop in the pit and they descend further down the ship. Done He's and done. really getting in the spirit of jumping right into obvious traps. <laughs> mm -hmm. He learned it from his dad. <laughs> uh, Vegeta punches Goku into a mountain. And we enter the beam portion of the fight. Yeah, I have all caps. Beam fight. They do a beam struggle. It's very reminiscent to the Cell and Gohan one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With the, the big old uh, king of the hill in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think that we see how it concludes, but based on uh, what we see later, I think we can guess. Right. Uh, Goten and Trunks are still flying. I had a question about this. They, they were flying towards their dad's energy. Mm -hmm. And then briefly their dad's energy was back where they came from, and now it's somewhere else. Did that trip them up at all, or are they good? It probably tripped them up, but all off screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the only thing I remember them being confused by is that, like, I think Trunks comments, there's some serious fighting going on, but it's going mm -hmm. on in two different places. Mm, yeah. So they're on their way, but Goten begins to lag behind. He's, He's doing, doing the dance. potty dance. <laughs> he does a potty dance. <laughs> All that juice is catching up with him. Can you blame him? They, they have there's a stand that does this great tropical juice. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, I I know seven year olds, and they gotta pee, <laughs> but they they're right over the ocean. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like that'd be fun to just like go while you're flying. Just just let it do. <laughs> just... Yeah, I feel like that would totally be. In a line thing with that Goten would do. <laughs> yeah, that does seem like a that does seem like a kid who can fly kind of a move. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, instead, they make a pit stop at a random desolate island. Why not learned, just go he, in the he, ocean like a normal person? It's no, right you there. learn manners, and in manners you go you go behind a fun you tree find or, or a you rock. find a bush. Yeah, no matter yeah. how far away the rock is. <laughs> You find an MP behind it with your friend. I, uh, we need, like, a sign that says, <laughs> it has been blank episodes since someone peed. 
<laughs> we we've gone a while now. Mm-hmm. We, it, it has been, yeah. We yeah, we made a good. Uh, it was a good long stretch for a bit. No wild pisses. Taken. Was it the and it was the same character last time too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except he was a baby then. Oh yeah, oh, trunks yeah. peed on Yatra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they begin writing their names in piss. Do you, <laughs> well, do you think they? Do you think they were okay. writing the kanji or? <laughs> or did they do the uh, English phonetic? Either way. Uh, I think this is only mentioned in the dub. That's yes. <laughs> Because Goten is is writing Trunks' name. Yes, which is very funny. (laughs) That is a good joke. That is very funny. I like that. Uh, In the Japanese, I hopped over just to see. It's like, did they do this joke in the dub? Or in the sub? And they do not. They just kind of say, like, generic, like, wow, look at it go, lines. (laughs) 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 Woo! Like... They are then interrupted by a dinosaur, which concerns them for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's still it's still a shocking thing to see. I guess. I, I suppose. Mean, yeah. I guess but they could they probably kill it with their piss. <laughs> Maybe they feel bad <laughs> the about piss. possibly peeing on this dinosaur's house. <laughs> yes, that would concern Goten for sure. Uh, and my next note is that was a fun distraction, I guess, because <laughs> we just cut away from it. Mine anyway, back to Pathos. hanging off a cliff for some reason. Goku is hanging off a cliff because he probably lost that beam struggle. He probably yeah. forgot how to fly. Whoops. <clears throat> he says, I don't know why I'm surprised. He's been doing nothing but training for seven years. As opposed to Goku has been... Training for seven years. <laughs> All right. Ghost training. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Vegeta lifts him up and tosses him into a nearby mountain. And then shoots several rings of key to pin Goku to the mountain. I like did, manacles. Did, I love I this. Did, I didn't know you cool. could do this. I, I guess you can do this. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's, I mean, that's what all that good training will get you. Vegeta likes it, so he puts several rings on it. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, that is their shape. Uh, he takes his time humiliating Goku with little slaps to the face. Oh my god. With his gloved hand. <laughs> the, There's so intimacy this, here. There is. There's also something I want to point out that'll come up next episode. Um, mm-hmm. That Vegeta is not listening. Is he's no. not. Because uh, Vegeta asks... It's his turn to talk. And not just that, but like he doesn't respond to the things that Goku says in a way that makes sense. It it speaks to some of what we see more of of next time, but some of what like the announcer, not the announcer, the narrator, kind of said at the beginning that there's no negotiation. Vegeta's beyond reason and logic. Vegeta is in his own head about Goku, and he's. I, I wonder if he's even fighting the Goku in front of him. If he's fighting, you know, his idea of Goku, the Goku that he fought all the way back in the Saiyan saga. He, mm. Yeah, he's he's fighting a lot of stuff, and none of it is here right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Dragon Ball was this deep. <laughs> <laughs> here is the second speech from Vegeta. Yep. What, clown? Are you feeling angry, humiliated? Is that it? <laughs> Fool! You don't know what humiliation is! 
And if we take a pause here for a second, that's just a really good localization because yeah. it is it is paired with a visual of the rock that Vegeta was standing yeah. on crumbling. <laughs> yep. It was at your hands that I suffered my first great humiliation, toppled by a piece of low-level trash. Imagine my added shame when it was you and not me who avenged our people by defeating Frieza. You, who were the first to achieve the pinnacle of our race. The first in a thousand years to take a place among the Super Saiyans of legend. A place that I had been raised to believe was my royal birthright. And imagine the disgrace I suffered when the strength I had worked my whole life to acquire was surpassed by a mere child. Your half-breed son succeeded where I, the prince of all Saiyans, had failed. It is time to take back what is mine. I will not live my life as your second. That time is over. Every breath you take is an assault to my honor. Somebody's it been has. holding some stuff inside. He sure has. <laughs> yup. I mean, we wondered why he was so insistent on fighting Kakarot, like, just a couple <laughs> episodes ago, and Vegeta sort yeah. of blew him off. I'll put you at the top of my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goku, this is what you get. Uh, that is one of my favorite Vegeta lines, though. Every breath you take is an assault to my honor. Is a very Vegeta thing to say. Yeah. It's strong. Goku is tired of listening, so he powers his way out of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And he uses, he's, he just yanks his arms out of the mountain with the rocks still stuck to his arms. Can't break and then those he just smashes beams. Vegeta with them. But he can't break the mountain. God, I love that. It's like the Incredible Hulk using cars as boxing gloves. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Uh, Goku punches him into a nearby cave and then has to rely on his senses to find Vegeta in the dark. Goku mm-hmm. standing in the light in that cave is a cool visual. And it feels metaphory. Goku punching Vegeta in this dark, craggedy <laughs> cave, and then stands in a sunbeam and is like, I know you're here, Vegeta. <laughs> uh, Vegeta catches Goku by surprise, grabs him by behind, or grabs him from behind, and almost skewers him on a stalactite. I don't think that would that would do a, a skewer on him, though. I think it would just kind of pulverize the stalactite, if I had to guess. I mean, if it skewered anyone, it would skewer Vegeta. Because this would be like a Raditz. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. that Goku is a ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Uh, they reset back to standard, and they're just glaring at each other. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're back to footsies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this man... Uh, nothing. Nothing's a bigger bummer than a fight that Goku does not want to take part in, in any way, shape, or form. Like, this <laughs> is not fun for him. 
Like, it, I guess it's an okay challenge, but he does not want to be here right now. He's got other stuff on his mind. Well, and if he wants to fight Vegeta, he wants to fight Vegeta. Yeah. Like that. Not whatever this is. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole reason he spared Vegeta in the first place, right? Yeah, for this very moment. But it's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not the how he wanted it. It, it was kind of taken away from him. I want to fight fighting this Vegeta. Guy again. He's he's fighting Majin Vegeta. He's fighting Vegeta's issues. <laughs> he's fighting Vegeta's. I don't even have words for it. Pain that he's projecting outwardly. He's, he's I think a lot of it is fear. Fighting Vegeta's fear? Yeah. I, can I, see that. I agree. Especially what he gets into next episode. Mm. Yep. Yeah, there's something next episode that like surprised me and cast a lot of the previous speeches in yeah. a new light. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's exciting! This is, this is a... <laughs> We're, we're going to round out to the third piece of this Triforce. <laughs> I do want to say, though, the way that this episode ends is the funniest shit ever. How does it end? I, for- I, I didn't write it down. Gohan and Supreme Kai finally make it to the bottom of the ship where Boo's egg is, except it's an empty room, and then Babri and Deborah just calmly walk from behind it <laughs> to oh, greet them. Yeah. Oh, that is... That they is... were just hiding they were just like, to make a dramatic entrance. funny, Deborah. <laughs> they'll hide behind the egg and they'll come down and they'll think that they've made it on time and they'll be able to destroy the egg but we'll surprise them <laughs> we'll have been sure here the whole time make sure you say happy birthday <laughs> and yell boo get it because yeah. the boo is coming here comes the boo <laughs> here comes the boo <laughs> my joke has layers <laughs> Much like my spaceship. <laughs> uh, any other notes for two thirty? Um, I have a note that also crosses over into the next episode because it's mm-hmm. the same background music. the The music that's playing in the Goku Vegeta fight, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure I've, it's been used before, but there's mm-hmm. a fucking slide whistle in it. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. thank you. And every time I hear it, I completely throws me off of mm-hmm. what's going on on screen. It's complete whiplash and I love it. <laughs> it is the whiplashiest. Uh, episode 231, the English title is Magic Ball of Boo. The, Jap- <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese title roughly translates to Oh, I'm going to do this in a voice. The seal is broken. Out comes the vicious Majin Boo. <laughs> 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 Shin says maybe the coolest uh, line that could be said in a D&D game from this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wizard, you need not worry what your monster will do to you. Not when you have me to contend with. <laughs> uh, he and Gohan prepare to act fast before Boo is awakened, but Bobbity warps them all outside. Egg included. So that the ship doesn't get fucked up. And they are warped over to where Piccolo and Krillin are. Why? This kind of thing, it it feels like like danger room hologram shit. It it does. Because like the egg comes with them. Why would the egg come with them? He warps that too. He doesn't, he says he doesn't want Boo to come out in a cramped space. He doesn't, he's afraid of what will happen if Boo comes out and it's all, they're all too cozy. Yeah, they need that ship for later. 
He's such a good papa to that egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I panicked when they when they warped out to the front because that put the lives of Piccolo and Krillin back on the line because they are in the crossfire. It is to remind you that they are there. Mm-hmm. Goku and Vegeta are still doing punches. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. mean to surprise you, but <laughs> that that is what is happening. You hear that I'm fucking surprised. slide whistle again. They're really charging up those killies. The needle on the on the Majinometer is almost on Majin. Uh, at mm-hmm. one point, we probably noticed. I didn't notice specifically when it starts, but they also start crackling with electricity. Which I is important. noticed. Yeah. Is is that in this episode or the last one? Uh, oh, let me find it in my pile of notes because I noted <laughs> it. Of like, oh, we're all Super Saiyan two now. Yeah, that was um, my question. Like, is this officially all just Super Saiyan two? As soon as you see that electricity, yeah. Okay. It's cool. I, I really it's, wish there was better visual distinction. It's really hard to tell with Vegeta. It's a little easier with Goku. Like, it's easy for a younger Gohan. It's very distinct. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we talked about it. There was a song. Oh, it's at the end of... After after Gohan and Shin uh, go in the hole. Yeah, I, I actually just did not notice. I it's didn't extremely subtle. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah, I, what the what the physiology change is. That, I thought uh, that was just sort of a change in, you know, the style. style. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, no. <laughs> it's interesting that the the Super Saiyan abilities have the most effect on your hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of staring down going on because we got to stretch this episode out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a lot actually happens in this one. Yeah, Gohan is, is about about to finally make a move against he is psyching the, himself up the thing and I was about to like write a note on boy I'm loving these ominous storm clouds as this big <laughs> fight's about to happen in front of this dangerous egg but psych here comes the boo <laughs> turns out they're beyond super saiyan so they, there's more energy being released oops whoops Gohan has some flashbacks as he psychs himself up Back remember, to when he was fighting Cell. Remember Cell? We saw that like an episode ago when Vegeta was thinking about Cell <laughs> and about a mere child, so on, so on. It's time for more of that. It's remembering uh, what he... his daddy told him about thinking about the people you're fighting for and how much you care about them and let that be your strength. It is exceedingly hard for me to tell whether or not Gohan is Super Saiyan 1 or 2 because his hair shape is the exact same. <laughs> You just gotta look for the electricity. I, That's you the really tell. gotta. That's how I. Because I, I just can't. Uh, I can't notice it otherwise. Gohan charges in, but the meter starts going nuts. <gasps> uh oh. Boo has already reached full power. Uh-oh. Boo o'clock. Uh, Gohan realizes in a very clumsily phrased way that Goku and Vegeta are both fighting as Super Saiyan two. Oh shit. Ah <laughs> uh, fuck. Is he Super says something Saiyan... to the... What's that? Sorry. Is Super Saiyan 2 something that is actually said in the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Yep. Has it been said yet? <laughs> no. no. Okay. But it will be. Oh, boy. Up until this point, it's always referred to as Ascended Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Or or the level beyond the Super Saiyan. As- right. Ascended vague, vague Saiyan... Terms. Ascended Saiyan sounds cooler, I think. It does. It does. 
But it makes it sound like Agreed. there's nowhere to ascend to. Yeah. I mean Double super ascended. Like okay. what even like you what's even beyond ascension? Like God or something? Double super ascension, <laughs> what Melissa just said. Yeah. 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 And then beyond like you you have Sailor Moon and then you have Super Sailor Moon. <laughs> and then you have yeah. Eternal Sailor Moon. Whoa! Mm. I didn't even know that. That's so cool. Can, can you have Eternal Super Saiyan God Son Goku Super Saiyan Moon Yes Moon <laughs> Only with the power up from Pegasus Okay Sold separately <laughs> uh, So because of this they are doling out enormous amounts of damage to one another which is hastening Boo's revival mm-hmm. Supreme Kai realizes he was stupid to think that they could make it to the bottom of the ship before this happened it, Tonight but... on the news, a Kai fucks up and didn't <laughs> see something coming. <laughs> what do you know? At least I felt really bad for him in this moment. Has the decency <laughs> to recognize his mistake and to like own it as oh no, I fucked up with time and understanding how long something would take. Whoops. Mm-hmm. It... He he really starts to lose it. He's just like I have fucked up at every single turn. <laughs> How have I done this so bad? He has just done a bad job just throughout this whole thing. I'm in charge of the universe. It it has been a real snowball of a day. (laughs) To be fair, he never really stood a chance at getting things right. Not surrounded by these jealous chuckle fucks. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, Hercule is giving an interview to the media about the incident at the World Tournament cares about the fans okay um so <laughs> this is what the point the fuck? where yeah <laughs> what the... all of nobody these reporters is reacting have... to this appropriately they all have googly eyes <laughs> nobody has dragon ball z eyes except for like one dog reporter in the, like the third row everybody has googly eyes <laughs> what what is hap- are these like reporter androids that have just been programmed to interview Mr. Satan and like all the they, real reporters are covering the actual stuff? What? The enormous tragedy that just took place. You're right. What? <laughs> Sent in What's the, happening? the robo-reporters. They're under his spell. Cursive H's on their forehead. <laughs> oh. oh no. Uh, Is that if you have convinces- an ounce of stupid in your heart, Hercule can... <laughs> Turn you to his whim. Hercule can convince you that he did it with a chop. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> uh, he convinces them that he managed to scare off the perpetrators. Meanwhile, 18 is staring daggers into him still. Just into the back of his head. I love it. Hercule continues to re-traumatize himself by forgetting about the human... <laughs> Android hybrid woman who has not moved in the past 20 minutes. She is still there, Hercule. With a very well behaved daughter. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she's like the human equivalent of somebody not blinking. Like, you keep <laughs> you keep expecting them to blink, and the more they don't blink, the, the worse and scarier it is. He keeps thinking she'll have moved. But she's still there. I did not pay attention when I saw this the first time, but I'm going back and I'm watching a segment of the episode of the report, and yes, the eyes are googly. <laughs> all googly eyes. Can confirm. Can confirm. I, eyes googly equals yes. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, he's chugging some kind of nondescript beverage from a bottle, like a soda Popinski over here. It's um, one of his sponsors, probably. Yeah. He taps. Just, just before yeah. this is my favorite cut to commercial, I think, in the whole series so far. Yeah. Um, so Vegeta is is like doing beams at Goku. Goku's done deflecting the beams. He's cutting them in half. Vegeta does like an ultra dive bomb suplex, and then he headbutts Goku, and then he does like a laser beam. It's a cool combo, and Goku like was trying to say something, and Vegeta interrupts by punching him, and then Goku punch uh, dress, blah, 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 dusts himself off, and it's like as I was saying. Vegeta, you've learned a few tricks while I was away, and there's a long pause. But so have I. <laughs> and then it cuts to commercial. It's so cool. <laughs> I was just like, say it, say it, say it, and then he said it, and it was so great. Vegeta's hair's blowing in the wind, and Goku's <laughs> leaning in to being a smug jerk a little bit and enjoying this maybe a little bit. It's a little nugget of good. <laughs> in a world think? of stress. At this moment, that Goku remembers that Boo is a thing. No. Nope. <laughs> not it's at just, all. I can, I can say with clarity that he does not because <laughs> we we get to see when he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun. That boy lives in the moment. He sure does. Boy, howdy. Uh, they have done enough punching to earn another break and another speech. And I just really like that this is the uh, structure of this fight. Mm. Is they punch for a bit and then they pontificate for a bit. It's good. I love so it. So that they can stand still. They're, yeah, they're getting down Yeah, at 75 HP, at 50 HP, at 25 <laughs> HP. Like it's the... It's, it's a trigger- cut scene. Yeah, yeah, we've triggered the next story segment. The... This is a multi-form boss fight. The, like, the autosave icon just kicks in. <laughs> this is where, in the English, we learn exactly what has happened with Vegeta. Uh, I do want to make special note of how this interaction begins, because Goku says, I'm amazed, Vegeta. These last seven years in Otherworld, I've been through the most intense training sessions, but we're still completely even. <laughs> I guess this whole time you've been pushing yourself even harder than I have. So... This is not the time to be patronizing Goku. <laughs> yeah. Is he being patronizing, though? He is absolutely being patronizing, Eren. Oh, okay. He has tricks up his sleeve that he is choosing not to use right now. I didn't know that, and that made me see this fight in a very different way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry to break it to you, but he is he's making a choice here that I do not agree with. Yeah, calling, saying that they're equal definitely feels like poking the bear. Mm-hmm. But Vegeta falls for it a little bit. He says that may be true. Yes. I push myself to the edge of my limits and beyond. But you've been born with a natural talent far beyond my own. No amount of training could have closed the gap between us. I realize that now. It was made painfully obvious to me today as I watched your fight with Babidi's monster. Imagine my shock to see the undeniable proof to discover that no matter how hard I tried, I would never be able to catch you. A warrior prince forever living in the shadow of a low-level clown. So that's what I secretly made up my mind. You mean you? You fool! 
deliberately let yourself fall under Babidi's spell. Yes, I saw the power of Babidi's magic at the World Martial Arts Tournament. Those two henchmen, he said. The people who had seen those fighters in the previous tournament couldn't understand how they'd become so powerful. But you and I know, don't we? It was Babidi's magic, and I knew that what his magic had done for those fighters, it could also do for me. I knew that if I allowed myself to fall under his control, the difference in our power would disappear. I'm quite pleased with the results, even if they do come at a price. I'd say the end more than justifies the means. Vegeta, I don't understand. You've never allowed anyone to help you before in your life. Why start now? Why Babidi? I wanted him to reawaken the evil in my heart. I wanted him to return me to the way I was before! I was the perfect warrior, cold and ruthless. I lived by my strength alone, uninhibited by foolish emotion. But slowly, over the years, I became one of you. My quest for greatness gradually giving way to this life of mediocrity. I awoke one day to find that I had settled down, formed a family. I had even grown quite fond of them. Would you believe I almost started to think the Earth was a nice place to live? Do you understand now, Kakarot? That's why I needed Bobadi to set me free by releasing the evil in my heart. He has freed me of these petty attachments. And I'd have to say it feels pretty good. Do you really believe what you're saying? Man, let's break this down. This was a surprise down. twist to me. Yeah? Goku, or, uh, Didn't see it coming? Vegeta doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like, as a nice little, a nice little spin that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. This is why uh, last episode we were saying, I was saying, that the, the conversion it takes from Vegeta to go from regular Vegeta to Majin, like, is pretty lengthy, and I'm thinking that that, that during the span of time, Babidi is striking a bargain of some kind. <laughs> he is entering into the mind of Vegeta and just saying, like, I can do this for you, and you can get what you want. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of when Supreme Kai said, clear your mind and be innocent. And Vegeta says, how can I? I'm not innocent. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, with that in mind and with you know, remembering Goku's response to Vegeta's little death speech of, you know, you've been holding in this emotion your whole life. I think Vegeta, while he's speaking to a true emotion, he's also kind of full of shit. And yep. not looking at his life with, like, a reasonable thing. Even knowing what I do now that he's not actually on par with Goku. Like, that that takes away some of my notes that, like, of Vegeta not listening, not paying attention to what Goku is saying, and, and honestly talking like me in a, in a depressive episode. Like, oh, I can mm-hmm. never do good. I'm never gonna catch up. I'm terrible. Um, but even in this speech... Uninhibited by foolish emotion, he—he's an angry boy when he came to Earth. He is all over the dang place. Um, <laughs> it's he, weird how these people never realize that anger is an emotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it talks about his greatness giving... Only the fuzzy ones are the bad ones. Yeah, greatness. Also, lived by his strength alone, how he had a close relationship with Dr. Skeksis, who probably had him in that reform, you know, healing pod like every other weekend. Um, <laughs> After a bender. Yeah, a, a violence bender. Um, greatness giving way to this life of mediocrity? What mediocrity? You are stronger than you've ever been before. Uh, and like maybe that's and also what greatness did you have before right you were Frieza's pet oh I, I almost said pet monkey not even thinking of <laughs> oh. like I mean his, his little pet trophy of hey remember those Saiyans I used to have I kept this one for fun I kept the prince he's the, he's the fun one the thing that really threw me for a loop that, like, I've seen a lot of this kind of coming and it's been sort of bubbling in my thoughts. The thing that threw me for a loop was when he said that he almost started to think that Earth was a nice place to live. Yeah. Um, and I forgot about the survivor's guilt element of this equation. <laughs> All of the talking he's been doing about being the prince being the last heir to a warrior race and how the pride of his people and the all of it is on his shoulders. I've been thinking about he it. He is only allowed to survive because he has been strong. Right. Mm. I've been thinking about it in terms of pride and like, yep, I'm the prince, I'm the best, I'm the I'm am the chosen one who's going to be the best. But like top of my game. It's down to him to like carry on his legacy and to remember everything and starting to do a new life that isn't just seeking revenge against Frieza, that isn't just trying to be the Super Saiyan, that isn't just wreaking havoc out of the pain of loss of your home planet, starting to have feelings that aren't just rage and anger. There's there's a guilt that comes with that, with finding a new mm -hmm. home. Um, mm -hmm. And it can feel like a betrayal of your responsibility to the people you've lost. I think it is also scaring the shit out of him. Yes. Because mm. what, what he says about being set free, releasing the evil in my heart, has freed me of these petty attachments. Bud, you... <laughs> what? What does... What does free... You are the least attached person I've... I mean, you are the most attached. <laughs> like, you fought off the mind control of a wizard... After making a deal with him because of the strength of your attachment to Goku. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, and even even not Goku, even with Gohan, Babidi told Vegeta um, last week to like kill all his friends and Vegeta's like, no. And when he had the opportunity to hurt Gohan because he got between him and Goku, he didn't. He he Yeah. Even with all of the evil in his heart awakened, he is not free of these attachments. Even being pure evil like he is right now, definitely. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this is the Vegeta that I love to hate the most. It's yeah. incredible. He is he is at his most cowardly in this moment, I think. Hit the, because... Well, but his that, most relatable, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's that scrap of his old self that he thinks if he reclaims, it will truly... Let him win. Let him reclaim his... The, he thinks the conclusion of his character arc will be this thing, but it really is the other thing. Yeah. And and this started because his... That shred, that... I'm gonna call it scrap of evil, but it can also be <laughs> scrap of weakness. That's mm -hmm. because that was backed into a corner over the slow burn of the years 
cutting down at him, where he was just like, yeah, you know, I've settled down, but, you know, I'll get back, I'll start the band again, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, I got a kid, that takes a lot of time, but no, 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 I'll, I'll take, the, I'll defeat Kakarai, I'll get around to it, for sure. Um, and this, this just, this just brought it out, it is, it is that. It has suppressed his his uh, his original goal that he set for himself when he was I don't know seventeen or something. <laughs> These are the episodes I was alluding to when I called this Vegeta's midlife crisis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that feels weird to me, and I'm not sure what exactly about it feels doesn't sit right. Uh, I'll have to think on that. It's it's interesting, but I I, I don't know. But that's okay, also, neither does anybody else on, in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, also to your point, Aaron, mm -hmm. the, the thing that gets me about this with Vegeta is that he is desperately seeking an excuse for what he's doing. Yes, that, very that. Because he says, that's why I needed Bobbity to set me free by releasing the evil in my heart. But he didn't need Bobbity to do any of this. He's just using that as the excuse for why he's doing it now. Because he, he didn't free him of the attachments, as we have said. He is he is still feeling these feelings about the people that he knows. Maybe it he freed didn't, him of... He didn't need he didn't need Bobbity to shoot a gun at the stands. He could do that himself. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't want to own up to that. Yeah. I yeah, guess... Ex yeah, exactly. I think part of my discomfort is, like, calling it a midlife crisis. Like, and maybe that just has to do with general American culture devaluing any sort of emotional process. Mm -hmm. um, running away from the present is definitely part of it. But I think yeah. it's also he is developing a new moral compass that is incompatible with his past actions. Mm -hmm. And you know, him saying to Supreme Kai, I'm not innocent. I mean, it, it when that line happened, I thought of of him glassing. Uh, was it our our Ar 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 um, I thought of him, you know, blowing up that. The was it West City, East City, uh, Orange I think City, it was East City, East. Oh yeah, Orange City's the one they're in now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and there is, so there's that element of him trying to reckon with his past actions and either not necessarily trying to put himself back where he was but to validate what he was then by bringing it into the present and saying look i can still do this it's still me the like the opposite of persona not saying ah that past me is not me it's saying no that is me i still do that this is, thing i am only that mm -hmm. um but uh, then one other thing <laughs> um him getting beat to heck by goku and learning that there was another Saiyan and that it was a low-class Saiyan at that. Um, the turning point, like, that's how he got into this narrative. Yeah. And switched him from the track of just being Frieza's peon to a secondary protagonist um, in this hit anime about hitting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when we have those big life events that we don't understand, we often people want to revisit that or reenact that often without necessarily knowing that that's what they're doing. There's, there's a compulsion to repetition. 
And so I think that's part of it, too. So he's just got all of this stuff bubbling up in his, his brain stew. And he, all he needed was a wizard to stir up that cauldron <laughs> and <laughs> say the magic words. Is he is he seeking to to revisit that trauma because he wants to make right what was what was wrong the first time? Like he wants to get it right here. I don't. In in that he wants to win. I don't know. Be the strongest. I don't know that the impulse, like just in general, like I I don't. I only have right. very vague knowledge of all this stuff um, mm-hmm. from <laughs> being around people who do this stuff and being like in therapy for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that the impulse as is as direct as that. Like, if you like, think of the idea that people often are drawn in romantic relationships to people who resemble their parents. Like, we don't do that consciously. We're not like, oh, man, I want to date somebody who looks like the uh, person who didn't give me my allowance. (laughs) Because I want to right that wrong that was did to me because, by God, I mowed the lawn. And I earned that allowance. You don't do that consciously. It's just a a thing that happens. It's acting out. the The input does not match the output. Mm-hmm. Or the the output the input is is more in having to do with the internal reality mm-hmm. than the external. D- this is the, this is the realization of what I've been working up to this whole time. Mm-hmm. Duh, of course. And Goku's the one fine. that he's just attached all of those like all the meaning of all these different things of. Of survivor's guilt, of the, the huge life change of becoming an anime protagonist, of mm-hmm. just just everything is is attached to Goku. Everything that he wants himself to be, and thinks he's supposed to be, and thinks he is, and thinks he isn't, is all tied up in this goofus. Mm-hmm. who doesn't even know how and, to tie his shoes. And it's important to reiterate, I think, that this is the absolute last opportunity he has to do any of that. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. he's only here for a day. And he's, <laughs> in, to, to Vegeta's credit, the, a little tiny bit in his credit, he tried... You gotta give him something. He tried to act <laughs> this out in a more appropriate way. Like, he was, he played by the rules, he was he in the did. plane, and he played nice... And he went to the tournament, and he punched the machine, and he was going to wait his turn for the fighting and do it in the box. I am now remembering him complaining about how the plane was going slow. Yeah! (laughs) Kakarot's only here for a day, and our fight's going to take at least, like, five episodes, so... (laughs) TikTok, let's go! If Vegeta died, couldn't he just go fight Goku for eternity? Yep. Nope. Nope. Oh. Oh. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last note that I have for this episode is that Boo's egg starts steaming as it prepares to hatch. The egg is is letting out some some of that pressure. It's 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 like an instant pot. And I was Deborah thinking and of that. Bobbity <laughs> are both making silly faces. <laughs> uh, any other notes for? 231 or any of the episodes this week that we didn't go over. Um, I said all my things. lingering thoughts. I was not thrilled that we got to watch 
Videl get the shit beat out of her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I was, was <laughs> boy unnecessary the first time, doubly so the second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here we are. The narrator uh, repeats himself uh, just that bit about all the bitterness, hurt, and anger that ruled Vegeta long ago. It's just really mm-hmm. important. Gohan had to put it in his memoir twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just wanted to let you guys know. Trunks made sure that he like got that in mm-hmm. there, just to make the part about my dad really cool. <laughs> really sell us the anguish. I mean, you talk about your dad like a lot, <laughs> like he's a protagonist or something. <laughs> he my says the cool dumbest too. shit too. I know. Oh, that reminded me of a just a good line, a very beginning with Trunks and Goten. Oh, Trunks mentions he's worried that their dads might not survive before they get there. And this idea didn't occur to Goten. Um, Mm -hmm. And the idea... But Trunks assures him, like, I was just joking. Gohan and my dad are real strong. Oh, and they say your dad's okay, too. He still doesn't doesn't like that Goku guy. Dad doesn't like him, I don't like him. (laughs) Andros's enemy is my enemy. (laughs) We we get our primary antagonist of the rest of the series next week. Wow. But for now, we should hail Marin. Hail Marin. I don't know if we have time for all of Return of the Marin. We can we can postpone <laughs> we it can for when things that. are less we, heavy. We can check in on what's going on on Earth. How's the plot janitor and uh and her boyfriend is she dating I the have, juice man the plot janitor has a lot more to clean up now. yeah i have bad news erin she she got overtime oh. she has entered crunch at least it is paid overtime oh thank god she uh she just looks at the wreckage and she says well and she presses a button on her belt and it turns into like a batman utility belt of tools for rebuilding shit <laughs> she's ready to go at any moment bet that lost and found is like meticulous certainly uh anything going on with the bad chicks or any of the other weirdos that we occasionally check in on <laughs> they're deploying a uh, rescue and support vehicles to the world tournament because a disturbance has occurred they are fast acting i think so Ooh, do they have little ambulance motorcycles yeah and hover cars i don't know what that would look like mm. i just be that just deploy from space yeah, like be Tony cool. Stark cause they're a Ooh. biker gang <laughs> I'll say that two people leading the search two people leading the rescue efforts are Plum and Lime oh nice um, they're going ahead of everyone else uh, and clearing a path for the kind of like a flagging uh, like a cop like flagging during uh uh uh, emergency situations mm-hmm. and directing, directing. traffic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're getting ready. Does Officer Hoverhound uh, come out of retirement to like help be like one of those dogs that sniffs around in rubble to look for? Well, he's the commissioner. People? Oh, he's the commissioner. Well, does he come yeah. back out of desk duty into the field? Uh, I think yes, but not for what you're thinking. Oh, I think that he has put an APB on Spopovich. Oh, because he because of yeah, what happened to Videl? Yeah, we gotta find him. 
I will not rest also until the, we find this man. Until Spobovich is brought to justice. Also the golden-haired guys, but Spobovich first. <laughs> is this one of those things where he had like one more day till retirement? Mm-hmm. And he has to come back and just be like, this one, le- this one last job. <laughs> it has to be. It was in the middle of his retirement party. Yeah. He scheduled a pay-per-view of the World Martial Arts Tournament. Oh, he wouldn't hold his retirement party when Videl couldn't make it. She was there in spirit. She was going to yeah. win the whole thing in his honor. Oh, Give him a shout-out at the uh, award ceremony. Exactly. Oh, that'd be so good. After she beat her dad's whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> and threw it out of the ring. Uh, Jason. Yeah? Has about a four-star rating to take us out. Uh, I think it's... In times like this, we must consult the stars, Tyler. Yeah, we need some guidance. Oh, we sure do. Someone oh. in particular needs some guidance. Someone in particular. Someone with a, with a birthday of November 7th, 1988, based on his manga debut date, which therefore would make him a Scorpio, which is, again, by the way, the most common astrological sign found <laughs> in Dragon World, mostly for villains, I don't know why. Um, Scorps got a scorp. I, they do. They very do. And the uh, the reading that we'll be uh, that we'll pr- be presenting this week is for Vriska, uh, Vegeta. Um, Vegeta, our favorite Scorpio. We talked about him last week, but we're going to talk about him again because boy, the stars do not let us down. <laughs> Buckle in. The the stars are shouting at this boy. The stu- he ain't listening. <laughs> Truly. Truly putting the na- putting the cross in star crossed. <laughs> the stars are pissed at this clownery. <laughs> I thought Goku was the clown. Say. Everyone's a clown this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vegeta, this is your reading. Lessons may come in odd shapes and sizes today. Don't feel like you need to make sense of every little detail. Instead of overanalyzing and becoming overwhelmed by the emotions you're feeling, take decisive action. And give yourself the latitude to make mistakes. <laughs> this is where the lessons come in, so just let them teach you. For the love of God. Oh boy. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. Please Tell learn again, something, anything. Is it gonna be okay? <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's okay. gonna be okay. Uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes in for this show every week. Aaron, please tell the friends what you'd like them to know. Well, if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And when we're recording this, I perform on Thursday nights, but auditions just happened, and I don't know when I'll be performing in the future, so (laughs) just come all the time. Uh, Jason? Yeah, you can find me on the internet and various little pockets and places, namely uh, Twitter and Instagram and, uh, I was about to say Tumblr, nope, uh, <laughs> and uh, twitch.tv, and they're there as well. Uh, the name for all of these places is the same, of course, and that's Jcavs, baby. Well, no, baby's not part of the name. <laughs> Jcavs, baby. Jcavs, baby. But, uh, you get you that URL, me. though. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta, gotta scoop it. Jcavs.baby. Jcavs.baby. <laughs> um, and that's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. And Melissa. I hide in many places on the internet, which is bad for self-promotion. Um, 
But the main ones are Twitter and Instagram, and I'm there under Kristaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A. You can follow Destructo Discourse at, on Twitter at Destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. Pinned there is an invitation to join our uh, fan Discord server. Uh, and we also accept emails to DestructoDiscourse at gmail.com. And if you would like others to find out about this show, outside of just telling them your dang self, you can also leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast service of choice. And if it's a star rating, please make it a four-star rating. The best star Gohan. The Gohan Ball from the Gramps. From we Gramps. love him, so give us the Gohan. Uh, who would like to take us out? Anybody feeling it? Melissa, have you done one in a while? Uh, I think I did it last time I was on. I can always do one, too. Just default back to me. You can do one, too. Or if we did it all together. <gasps> Let's do it all together. We've never done that before. Okay. Good luck syncing this up. Ooh. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. This, this has been, been Destructo Discourse, and, and we're, we're just getting, getting warmed warm up. 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 Today, don't you be afraid to fly away. Chala, and chala, no time to hesitate. Don't wanna search the earth, but then it was a magic surprise. Oh, chala, and chala, be cool, don't be afraid. You got the power to get you through the night.